Hello and welcome to the premiere episode of Security in a Zero Trust World, an all-new podcast series powered by Unisys. I'm your host, Steve Mullen. In this series, we'll be taking a look at the latest trends in cybersecurity and the related challenges facing businesses, governments, and consumers. In each episode, we will talk with experts who will present information on what steps are being taken to address these challenges, as well as how cybersecurity impacts your trust in the systems that you interact with every single day. Our first guest, and one you'll be hearing from frequently on this podcast, is Tom Patterson. Tom is the Chief Trust Officer for Unisys. In this first episode, he's going to tell us about the Cybersecurity Moonshot Program, a 10-year multinational effort to improve network security for governments around the world. Tom, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Oh, great to be with you today. First off, Tom, tell about yourself and what you do at Unisys. Well, Unisys, as you know, has a rich history, you know, spanning back throughout the dawn of technology with real technology leadership. And we're used technology to solve some of the world's biggest problems of the day. Today, we're a multi-billion dollar global technology company, and we really work on building highly secure digital platforms for critical infrastructure, like banking and energy and governments and transportation and more. So Peter Altebeth, our CEO, about five years ago, realized that security in, in a company like Unisys has to be more than the bits and the bytes. So he created this title called Chief Trust Officer, where I'm pleased to serve um, as Unisys's first Chief Trust Officer. It's really a recognition that security here and with our clients goes well beyond those bits and bytes. It's become a trust issue at the business and governance level, not only of Unisys, but with our clients. It's a really a great opportunity to allow me to work with not only our company, but our clients around the world that are part of that world's critical infrastructure. So some, you know, some of our clients are managing trillions of dollars of transactions every day. They need their systems to always be on, to always be secure. There's clients that run the power for entire countries. They need that power to stay on you know, for the citizens of their country. Uh, these are not just bits and bytes issues anymore, and that's what the chief trust officer role really helps to focus you know, all of our Unisys energy on making sure that our clients have that trust in us and their clients, their customers have their trust in them. Now, speaking of security, our topic for this episode is the Cybersecurity Moonshot Program. But before we talk specifically about that, let's talk for a minute about the state of cybersecurity itself. Is it safe to say we're at the point now where the U.S. and the rest of the world needs to be constantly vigilant for hostile cyber attacks? It, it really has, and, and I'm sure your listeners have, you know, they, they see the same headlines that are out there now almost every week about this break-in or this theft or this destruction of, of property or of information. Uh, these are becoming uh, more and more prevalent uh, for a bunch of reasons. One, uh, we're relying on computers more and more to do more and more of our, of our daily lives. You know, what used to be done on paper and pencil is now being done in a computer, so it's more susceptible. The other th- side is, is the old uh, Willie Sutton line of, of you know, because that's where the money is. You know, that's where international cyber thieves and gangs have started to focus on going after and attacking wherever the money is. And that's now more and more in our bits and bytes of our infrastructure. So this has become a real thing. We have a whole confluence of attackers and adversaries in this world, ranging from entire world governments that use their intelligence community to attack. And there's whole you know, country laws 
like Sorm and others that are out there that uh, sort of force their their uh, companies in those countries to share and pirate some of this data. And then there's just the for-profit stuff from you know global gangs, transnational gangs, all the way down to the local gang in, in your neighborhood. Everybody's going after our bits and bytes. And therefore, it's incumbent upon uh, the entire world. And critical infrastructure is a global issue, not just a national one. And it's incumbent upon the entire world to really take their security much more seriously. Uh, what we used to say is, you know, the worst thing that could happen is you get the blue screen of death if you get a virus. Well, now you can actually get death. I mean, these, these computers run our lives. And, and so it's much more important now. And that's really one of the emphasis uh, we had for starting the, the National Cyber Moonshot. And which do you think is more prevalent, the cyber attacks for money or by hostile countries, governments? Uh, that's a great question, Steve. You know, you, it really depends on who you are and, and what, what world you're in. If you're a defense contractor, you're much more likely to be attacked by a foreign government. If you're a, uh, uh, you know, not in a critical infrastructure area, but you have things of value on your system, you're more likely to be attacked by someone trying to do it for financial gain. And of course, we're now starting to see some of these hybrid models where governments encourage thieves to go off and do their dirty work and let the thieves keep the money and the governments get their result as well. So either way, it's something that it's, you're not going to stop the adversaries from doing what they're going to do. So it's incumbent upon everybody to really step up their own defenses. So one of the things that's being done to try to help with all this is this Moonshot program. Tell us what it is, what are its goals, and how is Unisys involved? Yeah, so this came around because uh, a couple of, of realizations. And Unisys is in a great position with our rich history in, in sort of the evolving technology from you know the start of the original keyboards you know, all the way up to the operating systems that have yet to be hacked and never been hacked. You know, we have that perspective that we can bring, but it's really two things. On one side, we're looking at cyberspace expanding into every area of our life and really transforming society. This is coming over the next uh, five to 10 years. We're not going to be able to opt out of the internet. Right now, you can choose to turn on the internet. You can choose to go to a website or choose to turn on an app. And that's your choice still. In another five or so years, the internet's going to be so pervasive, it's always going to be on. You're always going to be connected. It won't be your choice. So we really need to figure out security in that world, which is, which is different than where we are today. You won't just be able to unplug if something goes wrong. We're also seeing change in technologies. You know, AI is, is faster than humans today. Uh, we know the encryption we use today will be easily broken by tomorrow's quantum computers. We know the identities that we use today, especially if you're still just using passwords, which you shouldn't be. But we know that the identities today are going to be easily compromised. And we know that connectivity is going to be mandatory. So when you look at all that, we did not want to be as a nation in a place where we couldn't trust the internet to help deliver our critical infrastructure. So at the White House's urging, a group called the NSTAC got together, which is a, a group that was formed under President Reagan in the 1980s to advise the sitting presidents on security issues of the day. And we were asked to look at this problem. You know, what should we do? Could we make a safe and secure internet by 2028? So in, in 10 years from when we were asked, the Unisys CEO, Peter Altebeth, was actually appointed by the president to sit on this NSTAC panel. And as such, we have a, supported this, this effort quite substantially over the last couple of years. And I can tell you that, that I've spent a lot of time uh, myself working on a report that was made to the White House last year 
and is now beginning to be action this year, to really look at a way where we can, in fact, get to that safe and secure Internet within 10 years. At first, everybody kind of laughed and chuckled and thought that, well, that's kind of a crazy thing. Everyone knows the Internet's you know, full of problems because it was designed to be open, designed to let anything happen and sort of buyer beware, caveat emptor. But that's really not where we resulted. We brought in the, the best and the brightest that the world has in terms of technology, in terms of behavior changes, education, policy, privacy. And we brought in all these experts and we asked them the same questions. How could we do it? Not, you know, not is it possible, but how could we do it? What if you had you know, all the resources in Haitian? You know, could we make the internet safe and secure for critical infrastructure within 10 years? And I'm happy to say that we think the answer is yes. And we've written a report about that. And uh, we're working together as a whole of nation effort now. And Unisys is a big part of that, helping to drive the nation towards you know, making these strides that are necessary to keep us uh, in, a, in a leading position going forward. What kind of infrastructure are we trying to protect? What's most vulnerable? Well, another good question, Steve. So wherever you've got computers in the loop, there's that vulnerability, computers and communications. What's changing now, and certainly within the 10-year event horizon that the National Cyber Moonshot is focused on, is that those computers are not just sitting on our desks. Now they are driving our cars. Now they are flying our planes. Uh, Now they are keeping our money safe in our banks. These have real consequences. So these real-time, you know, life-critical systems like communications that used to be nice to have now are becoming uh, real what we call lifeline services. So all of these now are, are at risk, whether it's a foreign nation, a hostile nation, an adversary that wants to uh, inflict damage on the U.S., and if they can do it with bits and bytes instead of with cruise missiles, uh, they may try and do that especially if they don't have cruise missiles. So uh, this really opens up the door to a wide variety of of attackers against our critical infrastructure. And and, uh, as a country, we certainly have a lot of critical infrastructure. Well, now we we do hear every other day about a different bank or a different big box retailer or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, being hacked and all of our personal information is just flooding out. There's a lot of things I imagine we don't hear about as well. What can be done about that? Yeah, and you do hear about the, the data theft because that's something that, that everybody can really relate to. But, you know, as a nation, we focus on 18 critical sectors. Each one of those is vital to our very way of life in the country. And that runs from, you know, the chemical sector, dams and bridges, communications, and the whole defense, what we call the defense industrial base that, that builds the things that the Pentagon uses, you know, our food and agriculture, energy, governments at the state and local level our healthcare, nuclear, transportation, water and wastewater, all of these are critical infrastructure sectors and they're all being looked at as a tax surface for this country now. So if you're a, you know, an employee of a company that works in any of those areas or if you use as a citizen any of these services, which again is, is 100% of your audience, then you've really got an interest in why we're taking this so seriously as a whole of nation, why we're trying to really look at a national cyber moonshot is more than just sort of evolving the technology from yesterday to tomorrow, but really taking a huge leap forward, understanding the gravity and the issues that are out there. It could be our very survival as a nation. So this is something that the government and Unisys all take very seriously. So 
something you just said was really interesting. It, this really does affect literally 100% of the people who are listening to this podcast right now. Is that correct, really? It really does. Uh, in the olden days, like yesterday, you could always turn off your computer and uh, be unaffected by what was going on in the internet. Tomorrow, you won't have that luxury. You're, you're going to be surrounded by you know, thousands or tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of sensors that are interacting with you, and you don't have any control over those. They'll be making decisions for you about what lane your car should be in or, or how much drug you should be getting at the hospital. Uh, these are all things that if we don't get that infrastructure right and do it in a timely fashion, the whole country is at risk, in this, in, as is the civilized world. So it's a big issue, uh, and it does touch absolutely everybody. And what changes can we hope for over the next 10 years due to the Moonshot program? Now, that is a great question. It's actually my favorite question of the day because there's a lot of real positivity that came out of this uh, two years effort of, of working on this report uh, for the White House. And the positivity really comes around that we not only can do this, and it's not only good for security, but it's good for the economy. It's good for people. So, for instance, one thing that will come out of this is, is identity. You know, the way we identify ourselves has to change. You know, IDs and passwords, nobody likes IDs and passwords. I mean, you don't like having to keep them longer and crazier and, and more and more and change them every day. You know, systems administrators don't like having to pay to, to reset them when you've forgotten it or typed it wrong. Pretty much the only group that likes passwords are the bad guys. And they love passwords because they're so easy to uh, either purchase or, or guess. So we're going to get rid of passwords. We're going to go to a, a better way to prove your identity one that is, is not only much stronger and, and much harder to spoof and will get past things like the deep fakes that we're all seeing now on, on social media. We're getting past all that and doing it in a totally transparent way. So it'll be just, you know, working with your, interacting with your device and it will just know you and it, you will be you and it'll know who you are and it'll be much more certain than what you were, you know, doing it with an ID and a password and yet much more transparent and, and easy. So we're looking at a lot of questions like that that uh, can really, you know, make the world a better place, you know, spur our econ economic growth, but at the same time, substantially increasing our security, so not only defend against today's threats, but the threats that we foresee coming uh, within the next 10 years. So I think it's relatively safe to say that right now there is unfortunately not a reasonable expectation to be 100% safe from cyber attacks, but is the hope that we'll get there in 10 years? Well, no, it isn't. And, and you know, we... We talked to pretty much every security expert under the sun about this. You know, we think that's one of the fallacies of people, organizations trying to be 100% safe. You're not going to get there. There's always going to be humans in the loop, and humans are, are able to be tricked or corrupted or, or something. You're not going to get 100% security. So we really focused on the word resilience in the report. We're making sure that the Internet is safe and secure for critical infrastructure by making it resilient. Something could happen, and yet the system overall will not go down. We'll be resilient in the system. We'll be resilient in the way we use the system. And so we're not saying we're going to wipe out all evil in 10 years because we can't. We have to recognize that the adversaries will be there. Their tools and technologies and techniques are going to be growing and evolving very quickly as well as our defenses. So we need to design things in that, that are built around this concept of resilience. And that's something that... Uh, uh, is achievable and is manageable and is something that uh, companies should be working towards today as well as uh, the nation as a whole working towards that for tomorrow. And that's a good place to stop. 
Tom, thanks for being with us. All right, thank you. Look forward to the next one. Thanks to Tom for that great information. And if you'd like to learn more about the Cybersecurity Moonshot program, please visit unisys.com forward slash moonshot. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and elsewhere so you don't miss a single episode of this series. Thanks for listening to this episode of Security in a Zero Trust World. I'm Steve Mullen.